Hi everyone, welcome to the AI of Mankind show, where I share anything interesting about mankind. I'm your host for this season. My name is Andrew Liu. I've worked across four continents and 12 international cities. Also, I've worked in tech startups across a range of roles from selling products, making customer happy, figuring out fundraising, making finance tick, building teams, and developing sticky products. Apart from building startups, I've also worked in Fortune 500 companies as a chief data scientist or technologist or people leader. You can call me jack of all trades or master of learning. I hope to make this podcast show a great learning experience for us. In each season, there is a series of interesting things where I invite guests to share their views about their life and interests. Now let the show begin. In our previous episode, we had the honor of sharing a captivating conversation with Sir N, the BAFTA-winning filmmaker turned tech entrepreneur, who's transforming the way we connect and engage in the new normal. We journeyed through a career transition from the film industry to tech entrepreneurship and the creation of Send Joy, her innovative venture. We discussed the trials brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic and how innovation played a significant role in connecting people and providing services in unique ways. If you haven't yet indulged in this thought-provoking exchange, we highly recommend you to do so. As we initiate the second part of our riveting dialogue with Sir N, we'll traverse from the dawn of NFTs to the future of the film industry in the cloud. We're set to delve deeper into how Sen Joy is embracing the NFT revolution and how the digital transformation propelled by the pandemic is thrusting industries towards cloud-based operations. Sir N will also share her insights on the battle against piracy in the age of digitization. We'll discuss her vision of a future where these digital transformations don't just transform the entertainment sector, but reshape it, questioning everything we thought we knew. So let's fasten our seatbelts as we continue on this enlightening journey with Sir N. Okay, and so you guys got funded, the marketplace, you guys keep growing, and then I noticed that you did mention that you want to go into NFT. So what happened in the, what's the journey like? The first time we heard of NFTs was in March and April last year. We did some research. We tried to find out more about it, like how it can help creators. Because in the West, a lot of people are very bullish about how NFTs can help the creators' economy. So that's something that we are interested in. Because one of the reasons we started Sandjoy is to help create get an additional income from whatever that they're ready to make. We want people to be able to make money from doing things that they love. That's one of our really primary motivations. That things enjoy. So when, when we heard that, okay, there's a promise that NFTs can help this create, we, we were very interested in it. We went to research, we went to speak to people who are in, in the technology of moving and making NFTs. But we felt that back in April, the market wasn't ready yet. A lot of people still think that it's, it's a scan. We don't know how long it will last. Is it like a bubble? Yes. We, we just put it aside and continued running Sandjoy as per normal. But it was in around November, October last year that we saw the market heating up. And even some of our Android creators are evangelists of NFT. They were making videos teaching people how to sell on OpenSea. And they're telling people to, to get into the NFT world while it's still early. So it felt like, hey, the, the market is maybe ready now. People are talking about NFT among themselves. So that's when we, we thought, okay, let's look further into how we can use this technology to help the creator. So you're right now at the stage of trying to explore how this NFT is going to be part of the Sanjoy journey. Yes, for sure. 
Okay, cool. Like you, you are doing digital work as a producer and then you were doing Sanjoy and then now before COVID-19 and after COVID-19, it's almost like coming to three years to be passed. How do you think has COVID-19 changed digital transformation or changed the way your industry or what you think of the industry is moving? Yeah, definitely it has sped up the industry's uh, digital transformation like steroids. Is it? I think well, we are very lucky because in Singapore, I think IND has talked about digital transformation for a very long time. But so we were rainbow. The country is ready for it. Yeah. When COVID hit, our company actually started, just started remotely. Yeah. So from day one, we were remote. So we were getting partners on board, getting people, getting employees in all remotely. Yeah, so we only had the physical office, went back to the physical office by about five months after COVID hit. Yeah, so it was very fortunate that we started that way. Like. So we have a very good, for example, all our things are stored in the cloud. And we, we have things like your like Slack and Notion to help with communication and doing some simple automation in the backdrop. We were, we were quite lucky that way. Thinking back, the, the film industry was really not tech-ready at all. Like, a lot of things we, we stored in our laptop. Like, that were not, it was not on the cloud. Even if it's on the server, it's like a physical server at the company. You have to be inside the company to access it. Yeah, so those were the things that I felt that made remote work a bit difficult for, like, traditional film companies. Yeah. So, what I heard is that some companies, they, during COVID, they really tried to move things to the cloud. But because... All the film files are quite heavy. Over one, they transport all the things to the cloud. Yeah. So I'm thinking that by now, the film companies are definitely a lot more ready to work remote. So do you think that now, like you mentioned before that, people are using, producers using pen and paper, Excel, even Excel is on, on your desktop and like film is in the hard disk of... Do you think that now moving forward, all these filmmakers, entertainers, Everything will just be streamed to the cloud. I mean, as, as in made, when they make a movie, this thing, as they record, it moves up to the cloud. As they book, the schedules is all on the cloud. What is your thoughts on that? Yeah. That should be the way moving forward. Because what happens in a film set, in a film environment, is that a lot of people actually come from all over the world. So if you have things on the cloud, people from different parts of the world, they can work together more easily, like more seamlessly. But I think one reason that Things are not on the cloud before, well, due to security. Because for film, we, we are very worried of piracy. And also, we don't want storylines to leak before it's meant to be removed. But I think people are afraid of the hacking. So that's a concern. That's a legit concern. Interesting. Well, hold, hold on to that thought. I wanted to ask you that question. Hold on once. Yes. So coming back to the question that I wanted to ask you, and I'm very curious, is it you mentioned about People are very concerned about moving to the cloud because at those times, the old times are concerned about piracy, right? But yet, there's two points that I want to think about, talk about. The first point is piracy has always been there since the 1970s where people do the tapes and the CDs and the DVDs and now a Torah transfer. Yeah. The second point is the fact that isn't the case that as a producer, as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, we I have seen those kind of Hollywood Ones where they, behind the scenes, they make snippets, like a few short, few mm. cuts, 30 seconds or three minutes. Yeah. And then they pitch it to the investors or financing studios and they agree on that. Wouldn't that be a situation in which that, that should be like the norm do the minimum viable product and you iterate? Yeah, yeah. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? 
because piracy has always been there. Security has always been an issue that can be prevented. Or do you think that the, it's the perception of security that is the one that is holding people's back in the old days? And for sure that there is a huge concern over security or like making of content. For example, I, I used to work in the visual effects of the Philippines and things are very secret because we are working on Hollywood projects on films that haven't been released or seen by anyone yet. Yeah, even, so, so sometimes even the emails need to be secured because we might be sending an image over and it could be leaked somewhere else. So everything is really kept in-house. Yeah, and even when we want to send like the file out, outside of our company server to an external client, we have to use like very secure software such as like Aspira instead of uploading on Google Drive or like Dropbox. Always like a huge concern. Interesting, because I, I remember there was one studio maker, like they, what, what they did is to move to the cloud early on and to prevent leakages is to film all sorts of different versions of the same scene. And so anybody that tried to pirate that or leak out, they're like, hey, which scene is it? And then spark further curiosity and end up like this, some of these Hollywood movies actually make it big. Because of the packages, what is your view on okay. that strategy? Okay, I'm thinking if somebody wants to pirate the movie, it means they demand. So I think my biggest fear as a filmmaker is nobody wants to pirate my son. Hello listeners, we appreciate you staying with us as we journey through the digital landscape with Sir N. We've just wrapped up part two of our captivating discussion where we dive headfirst into the dawn of NFTs and the future of the film industry in the cloud. We explored Send Joy's forward-thinking approach to the NFT revolution and discussed the sweeping digital transformation, fast-tracking industries to the cloud in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. We even gained insight into the battle against piracy in our increasingly digitized world. As we transition to part three, prepare to journey further into the labyrinth of the media industry's digital transformation. We'll be joining Sir N as she unravels the intricate process of directing a film remotely and gives life to foreign ideas locally. We'll learn about the power of communication in making technology an enabler rather than the sole solution and discover the importance of culture in global collaborations. Expect to explore the fine balance between cost efficiency and quality in this new era. This is more than just a conversation, it's an exploration of the unknown. Get ready to step into a world where borders blur and creativity knows no limits. So don't miss out on our next episode where we continue to chart unexplored territories with Sir In. Stay tuned. Hi guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon. Hi guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon.